0: Watch Radio 929 game 92.9thegame.com. Nine it's Sam and Greg on a Sunday morning, 30th day of July. Thank you for letting us be a part of your weekend mornings. That includes Saturday, too, because we're here on Saturdays and now Sunday mornings. Football season right around the corner. There's going to be an ebb and flow to the length of our shows. The high school scoreboard show is going to start here soon. Mr. Crenshaw will be busy on Friday night. So, again, you've seen this before, but while we have you on both days, the amount of time we do, we say thank you. Absolutely. And a good morning, good morning, to you folks in Decula. I did it differently, I know. Morning. <laughs> yeah, I did alter it a bit. Okay, hang on, let's do it again. We'll edit all this other stuff out. Good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a good morning to you folks in Decula, home of the Falcons. Yeah. Yeah. see. What's, yeah. what's, the, what's the expectations well, on their season?
3: They always have a good team up there. They ought to be, ought to be really, really, really good. Really good program, and um, community really gets out up there. You go up to a game there, they are out.
0: Hmm, okay. okay. Yep. 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 Well, we, uh, earlier in the show, we were talking about Atlanta United last night. And while we got a call, we got a goal call out of our own Mike Conti, which was great because we didn't get one in that Miami match.
3: But, well, we didn't.
0: <laughs> we got one last night. Yeah, we did. But it's still not the finish that you hoped for. And uh, do we have uh, one of the things that we, we talked about this morning was that we had the. the uh, Pineda was sounded a little bit differently. Is that yeah. the one we want to go with there first? It was something because we've we've heard a calmness. We've heard a, a, an even-keelness, a, a reassuring way, post-game comments. Well, this was after last night. We deserve better, but
1: uh, this is football. Um, I saw a, a big, big improvement in the team. I think we did a great job in many, many different phases of the game. Uh, but... Football is like this, and we couldn't succeed on this one. Um, we'll be, of course, um, reflecting and, you know, um, trying to assess our performance overall and and try to be better. That's always the goal. There are 10 games left uh, in the season. August the 20th, Seattle Sounders away. It's a big task for the team, and so we have now three weeks to prepare that and and to go for those 30 points and try to get as many as possible. <sighs> the yeah. worst part
0: about all of that do you take from that, for me, it's got to sit around
1: yeah. for three
3: weeks. Yeah, you got to sit around for three weeks and just think about it, right? The last time. And, you know, when that, during the regular season, you say, okay, in so many days we get to go and try to watch this bad taste out of our mouths. Mm-hmm. We get to go out and try to do something about it. You can't do anything about nope. this right now. Nope. Nothing you can do. And so that's got to be the helpless feeling that he feels as well as well as the rest of the crew. I mean you you had a team that you could have could have beaten on your home field. Now being down in Miami with the circus that was going on down there that that was all you know big right. time when they were down there earlier this week and to lose it the way they did, you know, you just wanted to get a goal. You got no goals down there last,
0: last, last I have said this throughout the time I've been playing sports. I don't know how you feel about it. but I've been playing team sports since I was a kid. And the games that we were blown out of were a lot easier to get over than the ones that were three to two, that were one to nothing. Yeah. Because you went back and looked at these little bits of it that you go, man, if I have just done this, I just done that. But those ten to nothings, you know, fifteen, the the you know the mercy rule games, you just figure that today wasn't our day. Yeah. I don't know that that's the case when you get on the pro level. Yeah,
3: but I don't know that if that's what necessarily flies with this group when it comes to playing a Miami team that's not been a great team. But they just went down and they lost to him. And Joseph Martinez did him in, you know, when they lost to him early in the season. Right. And that was one thing to have, you know, the guy who's been the hero here. You know, and now you go down there and you got an all-time great on the field with him, and the coach, and the coach. <laughs> I mean, my goodness, you just you got so much going against you down there. So you can't wait to get back home. You figure, let me get, let's we get back home and we get to be on our home field in front of our home crowd on a Saturday night. It Should be great. They got the equalizer. Almada got the goal in, at uh, and it was 75 minutes, 75 minutes in. And so you say, okay, we can still got some time to possibly get a win and win this one outright. No, they go to penalty kicks and they fall to Cruz Azul. So they're out of League's Cup. Uh, don't get past the, uh, the, the the first stage. And now they got to wait until uh, they go play Seattle out there on August 20th. That's a long wait. Yeah, it's a it chance is. for everybody to get healthy. Okay, so if you want to do that. You know, you should have everybody pretty healthy when you get ready to go out there. But, but you want to go out there and, you know, you, you want to at least have a chance to, to play some before you go out there. And so now you're gonna. That's, that's your first time back. It's going on a long trip.
0: And the frustration you hear from Pineda about this match was one that you hear from football coaches a lot. Because he did talk about the improvement. He did talk about some things he saw that the team was doing better. And then when you look at possession, again, I draw a correlation to football because you have seen teams who have held, you know, ball possession for the majority oh, yeah. of the game, but oh, yet, yeah. you know, you're playing a team like Kansas City and, and all Patrick Mahomes needs is less than twenty seconds and then boom, he's putting up seven points. Right. And so these guys they control time of possession and talk about shots on goal. They had more than doubled their opponents. So that's gotta be frustrating. <laughs> For for the coach because he, these guys are playing better they're doing what I guess they want to achieve but for whatever reason weren't getting the um, weren't getting the goals so yeah I could see where that would be frustration especially post game and he's been very very good about you know keeping it even keel and and, 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 and being be upbeat
3: you know looking for the positives right. which he was still looking for the positives last night but you figure he's really got to be down considering the time that they're going to be sitting now you know not sitting because they will be a training they will be working. Um, but, you know, you, you'd rather be playing. You'd rather still be in the, in the mix, still in the conversation and having that some form of continuity and consistency because that's been a problem. It's been consistency. And now how do you do that if you're going to sit for this time and not play a competitive match until August 20th?
0: This is one of those things. Let me just stop for a second, take a left turn, and get your opinion again because we've been talking about these in-season tournaments, mm-hmm. these in-season stops to the regular season, and we're seeing it play out when we go through an MLS season talking about doing this in the NBA. Are you going to be comfortable with that? I, we don't know what it's going to look like right. right now, but the fact that that's happening. We're not talking about an all-star game where these guys take a week off, the people who aren't participating in it, but an in-season sort of little tournament. Right. How are your thoughts on that? Man? I mean,
3: that's that's kind of what, what's happening. That's another influence that, to me, soccer is having on the rest of our sports. You know, soccer is doing it, you know, and, and in, the mid, in, in the middle of the season, having a tournament. The NBA is going to do likewise.
0: They don't have nearly as many stars in MLS soccer than there is in the NBA. That if one of them were during that tournament to twist an ankle, and now look, we already hear you know the commissioner and everybody else going crazy about load management, right? And now if a guy you know tweaks something during the tournament, he's not going to be making that one trip to LA or to Denver or to New York or Boston. I'm just I don't have a problem with it. I'm just seeing where I could see people using certain little openings. You just got to be more careful when it comes to the, to the NBA and doing yeah. this because, like I said, you, it seems like every team's got a star that puts some butts in the seats when they travel.
3: Right, right. Well, you hope you have one of those players. We haven't always had one of those players. We have one. We now. got one now. Right. Yeah. We haven't always had one. Uh, so the the mid season tournament, I think, will, will be will be a fun thing. I think. Let's see how they really spin it out. We know that you know there's money on the line. There's another trophy. There's another sense of hardware, and I think the idea now would be. To get the season sweep, to win both, I mean, I think that's something that a lot of teams will want to say. This was there truly a dominant franchise in the league? Well, a truly dominant franchise in the league will win both of those trophies at the end of the end, end of the season and hold both of them up. We'll see if that ever works out that way.
0: Sam and Greg Sports Radio 929 the game ninety two nine the Game.com. wanted to touch on Atlanta United, but also before we go on out of here, we haven't had much conversation on what's going on with it. Atlanta Open. Yep, and you've been out there spending some time, and I know our our, our friend. We're gonna call him our friend now. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. well, he's our friend. He is our friend. He is our he's friend. Our is our friend. friend. He, you he know,
3: his, his life has just changed for it's him. It's just top is, to bottom. Even you know, though he
0: hasn't continued, he had a little hiccup this past week. Yeah, this
3: week. But I mean, it's his deal. He, as he said when he got back, his deal is to be playing his best tennis when he gets to New York, and so he got a chance to advance through a couple of rounds, make it to the quarterfinals before he lost Friday night. And the person to beat him, Alexander Vulvich, will be in the final today against the top seed, Taylor Fritz, who is the number one ranked American player, ranked in the top ten in the world. And um, at 4 o'clock today, they will play the final over at Atlantic Station uh, for, this, for this year's tournament. So a lot of the draw didn't go the way a lot of people thought. Alex demenar was the number two seed. He got knocked out. People were hoping to, to see more of Ben Shelton. You know, he lost in the first round. They did get a good dose of Christopher Eubanks, who was back home, Uh, It's family and people were there, along with Coco Golf being in town. it has got a little south side reunion. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, because there's people there who who really developed and honed their game on the south side of town. Um, And a lot of people, that that showed them some love. And and once they saw the gifts that they had for the game, funneled them in the right direction to get the best cultivation. And now you see what what, what they're doing. And it's a testament for what's capable. What you can do,
0: and you mentioned uh, Coco Goff. She wasn't just here playing tennis. While she came back home, she was participating in a couple of things. You told us and about yep, yesterday.
3: over the park. She was. They had a groundbreaking at the park over in East Southeast Atlanta that she grew up playing in. Uh, they had a groundbreaking there alone, in the City of Atlanta in Parks and Recreations for some improvements and upgrades they're going to do uh, for that park. So th- that's also she's back and able to able to touch this community um, when she comes back here. You know because you know she was so young when they moved her to Florida. And um, she hadn't had a chance to really come back and spend time, so she has looked forward to this event the last two years to come and kind of just get herself plugged back in, you know, with some with some places that she used to go and, and act like go a kid to Six Flags, flag. right, right. And just absolutely. So fun, she did right? do Six Flags. Oh no, she did Six Flags this time. No, she did yeah. Six Flags last time. But um, you know, doing doing some uh, some some good things and sponsors coming along with it. You know, New Balance kind of Follow some do uh, some some uh, some cash to help do some things in the community and make a, a lasting impact. So. I think that's, you know, fantastic that uh, we got some local products, uh, people who've grown up that folks know that are come uh, back and playing in this event. So, once again, tip of the cap to everybody. Peter Lepidus, who was with us uh, last Sunday morning and talked about all the work. They've done a lot of work over there and uh, to make sure people had a good time, make sure people stayed hydrated, uh, yeah. y- you know what I mean, and uh, just enjoyed the, 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 the week that Atlantic Station becomes a tennis village. And I think that's the cool thing about it. People get to see the players walking when they're getting ready to go practice or go play their matches, or when they're when they're not playing, going out to eat or at Publix getting a big sub, or oh, or, that or, good. or over at the, or going to a movie. Uh-huh. You know, so all they they do all those things, and uh, they don't get to play at a venue like this any other time during the course of the year. So it's something they love when they come
0: playing. Again, Sam and Greg Sports Radio, ninety-two nine the game, ninety-two nine the game com. Uh something I was gonna tell you that happened. CT uh, Vivian. We've got a birthday oh my today. Goodness. Wow. Yeah. My goodness. I hadn't really hit on some of these. Yeah, remarkable,
3: remarkable person.
0: Lost uh lost some 20. Just a couple, mm-hmm. yeah, during, mm-hmm.
3: during, during, during COVID. COVID. Yeah. COVID.
0: Also on this day, um <laughs> Bruce Jenner
3: okay. won the
0: decathlon.
3: Okay. In Montreal.
0: In Montreal, 1976. One gold. Ended up on the Wheaties box. Yes, and and let's just move on from that. Uh, the U.S. model, In God We Trust, was authorized on this day. Okay. And it was a showing that took place many, 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 many years ago, but in the 1900s, but it was George, you know, George Eastman, you know, Eastman Kodak. Eastman Kodak. That. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. George Eastman, there's no Kodak in this, he showed a, a short film to his friends, including a dude named Thomas Edison. Because Whoa. for the first time, this film and and – what was in it was in color. Ooh. 1929. Okay. Showed the first film, moving picture, if you will, in moving, color. Moving picture. But it was just sort of a test thing. But he showed it to his. Hey, Edison, what do you think over here? He threw that out there. Um, first baseball game outside the uh, U.S. took place. It was against uh, Boston and Philly, played in, the, uh, in England. And, well, the rest I'll just leave for later on. Okay. C.T. C. Vivian, Casey Stengel, and Henry Ford. Now think about those three. Oh. All celebrated birthday on the 30th today. Never have those three in a sentence before just now. Yep. Henry Ford, Casey Stengel, C.T. Vivian.
3: That's remarkable.
0: Yeah, ain't it, though? And it is. A bunch more on this day, which I will get to later on. Coming up top of the uh, 9 o'clock hour, we're going to visit with Eric Gomes. Tried to have Eric on last week. He is the president of Atlanta local SAG-AFTRA. The strike is going on. Want to give uh, folks kind of an update, or if not knowing why, the reason, the real reason why, not just AI, Um, as to why this strike is happening. Obviously, the writers are out, too, and so it is shut down business in the state. When you look at it this way, business in the state of Georgia. A lot of folks that you know connected with the industry, the various studios here, they are out of work, and you should... You know, you have the opportunity, you know why. So we're going to give um, Eric a chance to come on here and join us. Miles Garrett's also going to join us. But up next, you know, from Jr. Sports Brief, he living right around the corner. He's not going to come in, but he will call up. Jr. is going to join us next, talk a little college football, talk a little NFL, mm-hmm. and, of course, our Falcons. That is joining, That is coming up next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Sports Radio the game dot gamecom Sam and Greg on this 30th day of July. It's Sunday morning. And you can hear this guy pretty much every night around here. Well, Monday through Friday. Yeah. Right around 11 o'clock. Mm-hmm. No game pushes him out of the way, but a friend of the show. And if we really, 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 really need to, he could just, like, cross the alley, come around the corner, and get up here and do a show with us. <laughs> you no, know, but we didn't ask him to get up and join That's us. That's when this he's morning.
3: around, man. This when guy's on the
0: move. Oh no, he got you know he's, he's on the move now. He's always you know out there at Hartsfield, coming in yeah, someplace. Want to a... thank him for taking a minute, JR. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning. Good morning, guys. How are
1: y'all?
3: Doing great, man. Doing great, fantastic. Uh, good fantastic. Where are you? You've been on the move. Were you just coming back in from someplace. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, not, not as of right now. Well, I can't remember. You know what? Good point. <laughs> I, was, I was in Washington, D.C. for the MLS All-Star Game. Uh, this this weekend, I'll be playing up with uh, New York Yankee Bernie Williams. I'll be playing in his celebrity game. So, just just sticking and moving, but good to be home See, right now. He,
0: See, he nah, just
1: dropping my, my
0: bottom lip is that's pulled why out. I, that's why jealous. I asked that
3: question, because he's always
1: to something good.
0: He mentioned MLS. Your thoughts on uh, – on- on Messi joining, we haven't talked to you since this happened and, you know, what he's going to do for the league. But just, you know, when you heard he was joining, MLS, what were your thoughts?
1: Oh, man, I, I thought about the explosion of soccer. And it's, it's going to be years. We don't know how many years it's going to be. Uh, but we've seen players come. We've gone through uh, Pele coming over and with Cosmos and then David Beckham. And, you know, we've seen these hits. But then when you think about probably one of the most, if not the most, well-known, popular human on planet Earth, he may not be here in the United States, it's a huge deal for Messi to be here. And the whole gravity of it may not really be felt for years. It's going to be cool to see him go to market to market, city to city. Um, and then the other thing we have to keep in mind, and, and we know this, in 2026, we're going to have the World Cup right here. And so I think we, we're setting things up for a fever pitch. We already have a, a lot of younger kids who play soccer. People are interested and so the sport is going to continue to grow, I'd say, over the next 5, 10, 15, 20. You know, what it looks like in another 30 years, can it be on par popularity-wise with baseball? I wouldn't be shocked if it surpassed it.
3: Wow, folks. Hey, you know, we're going to stay right there. Folks, spending time on the waitfor.com hotline this morning with JR from JR Sport Brief. He is social. you can find him on Twitter or what used to be Twitter, at JR sport Brief at JRSportBrief. Um. Talk about that in the fact Greg and I were just talking about the NBA having the uh, the in the season tournament. MLS is doing that right now, but they do that all the time. Is that like a, a rub off, something from soccer that's kind of, you know, other leagues are going to try that and other sports that we've known here in the States? You think that's the beginning of it?
1: Uh, I don't think so. I mean, maybe that, you know, baseball is so traditionalist, it's enough with them doing the World Baseball Classic trying to find a a good time to play it. I don't know if there is a good time to play the World Baseball Classic, but it's not a surprise that the NBA took up an in-season tournament. Um, you know, Adam Silver has, has looked at everything all over the world to adjust. I mean, we see some of the adjustments that the league has made over the years. So it's not a surprise that they've made this tournament. Uh, I don't think baseball, whatever, kind of look at a European model and do so. And the NFL is so rigid and they, they make so much money hand over fist. Uh, the only changes I can see is maybe you know eliminating the kickoff completely, uh, you know. But I don't see anything changing with the schedule.
0: Sam and Greg, Sports Radio ninety two nine The Game ninety two nine The Game Joined by JR, JR uh, Sports Brief here on ninety two nine The Game. All right, let's talk a little football for you. And uh, I realize nothing's happened yet, but as we approach college football season, we'll get to the NFL in just a second. Some of the storylines, or just your thoughts on this off season and wherever you want to start, whether it's over there in Athens or the movement out in Colorado, what's got your attention right now?
1: What's got my attention is that we're, we're just seeing more of a consolidation with the conferences. You know, when you have Colorado now leaving the Pac-12, going over to the Big 12, Pac-12 might as well not exist. I'm just waiting on the day where we just got it. And they may not call it an East and a West, but it's like, what's the power two? What's the power three? Uh, you, know, you used to think about the conferences and think about them being regional. Well, that's, that's completely out the window. I mean, you look at the Big Ten, it stretches from the East Coast to the West Coast, and everything is a money grab right now. So I'm real interested in, in seeing how long this takes because I know the coaches complain about NIL and, and the players basically being moved around like free agents. Uh, but I think the bigger issue up top is, well, damn it, where, where do these teams Play, you know, what conference are they in? What conferences go away? The idea of a power five is basically down the toilet right now.
3: Does seem that way, does seem that way. Of course, where we live, JR, is the Southeastern Conference, and you know, most people will agree that the road to the national championship leads through this part of the world. If it's Georgia or Alabama, and you throw LSU in that conversation this season, thoughts about the game where we are? We seem to be the power brokers, and in, in, in many ways.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'm real interested to see what the Bulldogs do. From all indications, it's like, oh, well, they've replenished the defenders and, and back at quarterback and going for three. I mean, going for three in a row is, is difficult enough as it is when you go out and you think about the odds of actually, you know, going for a 3 Pete, and then you have you know, Stetson Bennett is out there throwing around for the Rams right now. I, they, I I expect them to be competitive. I know all the pundits are putting them – at the top, it's just, I, I want to see it. I'd love to see it for them to go three in a row, but I, I find it to be difficult. You know, I think LSU is, is going to continue to improve. I, I don't know if Alabama is still going to be in the same malaise. You know, their quarterback, Bryce Young, is now with the, the Panthers, and so they didn't do nothing with him last year, so I think they are in a transitional period. So I, I think, especially with their schedule, when I looked at some of the teams on the schedule, and I said, well, well where are these guys coming from? They're basically paying – uh, we're getting paid to get a beat now, but I see Georgia being on top. Whether or not they can complete the threepeat, uh, I think it's, it's it's real tough. Good luck to them.
0: <laughs> this is Jr. Joining Sam and Greg Sports Radio 92.9 The Game 92.9 The Game dot com. You mentioned Carolina. Bryce Young's got the uh, key to the uh, key to the clubhouse over there, and I just don't know how to describe. I mean, you like what you what you think the Falcons are going to look like but will you push all your money to the center of the table on them winning the division? This is a very strange year going in because there's no real powerhouse. There could be a team that emerges in a way that you didn't expect, but how do you describe this NFC South to folks who are trying to understand what we got down here right now?
1: I I think it's between the Saints and and the Falcons, man. Uh, You mentioned Carolina. We know that they're they're not going to make any moves with the the rookie quarterback, and I know they added Adam Thielen and and some of the, the help for, for Bryce Young, but it's early, so we shouldn't expect anything from them. Uh, Tampa Bay went 8-9 and nine last year with Tom Brady. They only went into the playoffs because the, the, the division was so bad. And so I find Tampa with Baker Mayfield to, to probably just be equally as bad or maybe a little worse. And then who knows what's going to happen with the Saints. You know, I, I get callers who hit me up from New Orleans, and, you know, they're enthusiastic about now having... Uh, Derek Carr and Michael Thomas. And I'm like, hey, well, is Michael Thomas, is he going to be healthy enough uh, to go out there and play? But they should still be competitive. So uh, I like like Atlanta to win the division. It really boils down to, I think we're going to see what the same thing we saw last year. Uh, Is Ritter going to jump off the pages? Is he going to jump off the book and and surprise everybody with an amazing season? Uh, If we should be so lucky, I think what is more likely to happen is that we get some average quarterback play. Uh, if you look at Heineke, if he has to go out there and run the ship, we know what he did in Washington. He, he's good. He ain't no star. He's going to grind you out. He's going to win you some games. He's going to lose you some games. And I, I just think I should I think we should expect average quarterback play. But when we look at all the additions on defense for the Falcons, if we look at all the offensive weapons, I, I think I think the Falcons will end up winning.
3: I think so too, folks. I like what he's saying. Folks spending time on the waitforit.com dot com outline with JR from JR Sport Brief. You can hear him weeknights here at eleven PM Sports Radio ninety two nine the game. Uh and so glad you spending some time with us. What do you have coming up? You got something you always have something coming up. Something you
1: know? Oh, um, no, I'm 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 taking it easy for a little bit. This is the, the good time of the year, so I'm I'm gonna continue to do my show. I'm gonna go play this game up in Bernie Williams' game. Lay down some bunts, run around the bases for a little <laughs> She's bit. She's already
3: got the strategize. Gonna lay down the bunts now. Watch oh, out! Listen, I, draw the infield figure, in. Draw the infield in. That's
1: right. I I figure whoever's playing third, I I'm hoping that my legs be a little bit swifter than than, than them. So I think <laughs> I I get away with it there. But you know, I'm like everybody else. I'm trying to enjoy the rest of the summer a little bit. Uh, waiting on the football season to start. I, I can't believe we're gonna blink and it's already gonna be August. So just just trying to enjoy what's left of the song. You and
0: I have something that's uh, is special to us. You participate in it a lot more than me, and I wish I had more time to do so. But any, um, you know, right off the uh, Olympics, if you will, but uh, what's the latest news What's going on with Special Olympics?
1: Oh, well, you know, the Special Olympics, they just finished their World Games in Berlin. So I've had a chance to talk to a lot of their athletes uh, who have come back from Berlin, yeah, athletes coming from Kansas and Colorado and and having a chance of a lifetime, you know, out in Germany just to play sports and the stories that they, they tell me on our podcast agents of inclusion. Uh, it's pretty awesome. Like you, you, you're with 700 athletes from all over the world. This is, this is very competitive. This is not like, Hey, let's just show up and be friends. Uh, they play the sports, all of them. And then they are friends after, um, all the American athletes that I spoke to tell me stories about how they were they, they receive gifts from other athletes, whether they be from South America or Europe or Africa. And so you you go out and you have a once-in-a-lifetime experience in Germany, and then they come back and they have memories and friendships. And you know, with the world connected the way it is today, you know, you can really have friends all over the world. So um, that's that's kind of the latest. We still have the the Agents of Inclusion podcast that I mentioned. You know, every week I talk to a different. Special Olympics athlete about their story, and some of their stories are just much more intriguing than a lot of the, the superstars that, that we all know and love and watch on TV.
3: Fantastic, fantastic. He's
0: the best, ain't he? And he's something. He's just the best. He's always I'm doing this stuff. He's, so, he's gonna relax today, though. Yeah, he's he is. Either getting off a plane or heading over to Hartsfield. You know, we're just gonna not hang the, out.
1: Not, with not today. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to kick my feet up a little bit, have some family time, and just relax. I'm gonna try.
0: That's right. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. You get a chance to watch the Braves out off days like this. You get a chance to one o'clock first pitch and and see arguably the first or second best player in the game right now, depending on who you
1: uh, want to talk to. Yeah, no, nah, I mean let's put Ohtani in his own category. Let's, just <laughs> let's put Ohtani over there in his own space. Okay. Ronald De- Ronald Acuna is is the best of the best right now, and I think everybody. People are finally starting to realize, I think, outside of this area, you know, how special and ridiculous he is of a player. Now that he's even more removed from that 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 leg injury and blowing out his knee, uh, I don't know. I want to I want to see him get to the 40 home runs. I know he just hit the 50 stolen bases. Uh, I, I want to see I, I want to see what the Braves do in a few months, especially when it comes to the pitching. I mean, the depth in the lineup is, is just absolutely ridiculous. It's not fair when you look at some of the other bats across baseball. It's pretty pathetic. And then you look at the Braves lineup and you just go, well, how, how do they get all these All-Stars? You know, how do you have everybody, you know, swinging for the fences and driving runs in? so uh, the, the Braves are going to be competing for a World Series. And Ronald Acuna, man, they might as well send him the MVP today for the National League.
3: Wow. Oh, there you go.
0: That's it, man. All right, man. Enjoy your meal. Put your feet up and your rest of your Sunday. And thank you as always, JR, when you come on and join us. early. Thanks, Thanks a lot,
3: JR. Always a
1: always a pleasure, guys. Y'all take care. I'll see y'all in person next time. All right. There All right you right go.
0: Now. JR from JR Sports Brief. You can hear him here. Monday through Friday. As long as there's no game going on here, yeah. right around eleven o'clock. It mm-hmm. started. And as you can see, he covers a gamut when he comes on here. Yeah. Uh we're gonna just kind of talk a little movies and, and things like that because coming up top of the hour, we're gonna talk about the guy who's actually ahead of the union and talk about why the movies have been shut down. The TV shows have been shut down. The industry for the most part, other than the reality shows and your court TV shows yeah. and a few commercials here and there, all shut down. Eric Gomes is gonna join us. Uh but up next, I know there was a there's a um update that Max wanted to give us. He he saw Did you see was it Oppenheimer? Or you're going to see it. I'm going to see it, but I have some insight. He's got some insight. We can't wait for that. (laughs) I got a question for you too, Sam, coming up next. It's Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, Game 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app.
2: It's a beautiful morning.
0: Radio 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com. Nine it's Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning. Who do we say hello to at the beginning of top of the hour? Oh, Decula. Yeah. yeah I'm good. What's, what's their team out there? The Falcons. The Falcons. Mm-hmm. All right. We wish you well this upcoming season. As we do to North Forsyth and everybody else that we talk about, of course, every show leading up to the event is a countdown to Corky Kell. And hopefully we will get uh, a chance to speak to a coach that is participating in there. We had today, we had uh, Robert Kraft. Mm-hmm. No, not him. He's the head coach at North Forsyth, So he came out and joined us. Also, want to thank uh, the Stewarts, CJ yes. and Kelly. Yes. Talking about the safe at home game, and that's going to happen on the 5th, next Saturday. They were live. They, yes, they were. They were live. And, and, and yeah, <laughs> they just borderline fussed a
3: little bit. It's seven, 7 20 in the morning. They were, they were live, <laughs> man. That's all right.
0: It's good. But, uh, you know, normally this is when I would do a casting call and let you know about job opportunities. I I Listen, the, the casting call that is up right now is going to stay there, and it's basically driving you toward where you can find out about jobs behind the camera. I just—I I don't want to say this every week, but you know there's going to be people who may not be able to sit through this strike and they've got to make business decisions, which means there's going to be some openings. So you're going to see also the list of casting directors. Well, I'm going to walk you through where you can find the help line starting at georgia.org, but you can also see the list of the casting directors. They're still trying to keep the doors open during this strike, and there are some projects that they can take. And so some are shooting music videos. Some are shooting some commercials. You want to go to their social media pages and see what they have, and it could be perfect for you. So that's what's the casting call right now, but nothing really to sink your teeth into, and, and you don't know how long this is going to last, but I'll tell you what, you're going to find out why it's happening top of the hour because okay. Eric's going to come on here. I brought him through here the other day, and he had Dr. Maria Boynton sitting up in her chair, yeah. and 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 they bonded very <laughs> Uh, You know, I'm
3: wondering if networks will move around some sports content, some sports content that usually may air other places, and and put it on.
0: Just you know, well, I can see that happening. The contract is the contract. So if NBC, but they have, I think they have USA or something like that. They have other networks under the NBC umbrella, right?
3: So if they if they're if they're carrying games from a certain league or something, I'm I'm thinking some like all this bevy of college football that comes on at all levels. That is either on a stream or on something like CBS Sportsnet. Would CBS Sportsnet bring one of those games over? I mean, we watch ESPN. We don't, we see those. Uh, what uh, Mid America? No, no, no. What's the What's the conference that always plays on Tuesday nights? The, the, oh, with, well, you with, said um, oh. yeah, the, the MAC. The mid- MAC. America, okay. mid America, right? You know, MAC. Do we, we, we see something like that? If you ask them folks, they'll play any
0: night. That's what I was going to say. Tell them. I said, Mac, when you Mac want it. plays in
3: you know, Bowling Green against Akron. Here we go. You know they. <laughs> <laughs>
0: them folks programming.
3: Will play. Well, any night? You, will the cameras be here? Well, we're playing. So I mean, that's right. As the as search goes for programming, could we see some sports programming moved into some of those slots?
0: Well, I mean, again, just, just just an idea. It's a wait and see. But listen, there are there there's enough programming that has already been shot to where it's going to cover into the fall for network TV shows. You know, you get movie after movie coming out and talking about Oppenheimer and, and and Barbie. That's the I still got two movies that are gonna happen during Christmas. They're gonna come out. Now the stars of those may not walk the red carpet, continue, you know, in, in solidarity, but the movies are gonna come out. Yeah. Because the studio's gotta get that money because they gotta start paying folks. Anyway, I I am going to watch what I say at this point. Yeah, <laughs> and, man. and as I have because I have I a, I'm not, I'm not a spokesperson for the industry. The right. lane I occupy has to do with the extras and the people that are listening to us because they can go out and get those jobs easily if they want to, and we tell them how to do that. But there's a lot. That's our lane. That's our lane, and we're, we're happy to be there. And I think the audience members are happy we occupy it because there ain't nobody else doing it. That's and job, there's a lot of jobs within the industry that are out there. A lot of folks don't know how to get them. This one you will know how to. Participate in, so that's what we do. Speaking of movies, so Max came on here earlier um, and talked about wanting and getting ready to see Oppenheimer. He told me about a friend of his who did the two in the day. I can't pronounce that Barbieheimer or whatever thing. Did I say that anywhere? No, I think sp- it's Barbaheimer. Bar-ba-heimer say possibly.
2: You know, sounds Up. a little weird, but yeah,
0: yeah. But you know, people who are
2: Dylan Matthews. <laughs> He'll oh, put, man. Him right on put his name all the way out Stat- there. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, we talked about Stat- it on the hometown <laughs> take. Shout out to my guy. He's like, yeah, That's he did guy, both man. of them. Back to back, too. It's not like he went early in the morning then took some time and then went at night. He's went back to back.
3: No load management. Product of the alma mater. But good, good okay. Sam got
0: his handover shard again. There's, 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 there you go. Way to go, Dylan. What is it that you, of those two, let Let's. Just, they seem to be the one everybody's talking about, that you want to see? More importantly, and why?
2: Oppenheimer for me. Okay. I don't know if you saw this, but they were interviewing like uh, a bunch of players at the ESPYs, I believe, about it. Like, okay, which one are you seeing? And a lot of people didn't know Oppenheimer. A lot of them said Barbie, uh, believe it or not. Ooh-hoo. They're like, Oppenheimer? What's Oppenheimer? But for the people who um, like history... Pay,
0: yeah, you had to pay attention in school to know <laughs> yeah, Oppenheimer, yeah, yeah. For the people <laughs>
2: who like history or you love movies, you've definitely been uh, anticipating this movie for sure because not only the cast, the storyline, the significance of the event, uh, I don't know that much about it. That's why I'm excited to learn, but... Apparently, you not only do you learn a lot, um, it's not like an action-packed movie, but it's a lot of dialogue. Obviously, it's intense. There's a lot on the line. So from the people that I know that have watched it, they said it lived up to the hype if you have the proper expectations for it. So it's not a Mission okay. Impossible, for example. Like, oh, I no, love no, no, Mission right, Impossible. Right, right, But if you go in there understanding what it's about like and just what type of movie it is, it's one of those movies I feel like is just going to get a lot of awards. Like It's that type of movie. Okay. So,
0: not, but again, based, on, based on, 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 on true events here. So that got me thinking for you two guys. Now, I know, Mr. Crenshaw, you were waiting for the Indiana Jones to come out early yeah. this year. And, mm-hmm. and you went and saw it? Yes. Okay, got your popcorn.
3: Popcorn did, was great. And,
0: <laughs> did you, but that doesn't fall into this category. I, I'm curious. No, that's a, a different. Right, it's a different, different deal of, here. Yeah, different thing. But I wanted to um, ask you to if you like the top three. Highest grossing movies about a real event.
2: That you oh, could think of. about a real event I'm about a say, real event or that. person
0: top three top five something like that and did you see these movies and if you you know you give up i'll i'll run down them but this is according to according to i want to make sure I get this right here uh, uh, colander c yeah. uh, o l l i d e r that's the company
3: mm-hmm.
0: that's the website right ten highest grossing movies based on True story. It has got to be a oh, true story. It doesn't okay, have to, it well, doesn't uh, have to an necessarily an be true, a know. big
3: event. It's just a let's you know? say it's a hey. magnitude bit, but it's something that actually happened.
0: All right, I'll give you number one, and we can work backwards from there. Okay. Titanic.
3: Titanic. Okay. Nah. You see what I mean?
0: Yeah. Okay. I know right. you're saying yeah. that makes a lot of yeah. sense. So that's the first. That's number one. Still, that thing came out in '97.
2: Yeah. It's yeah. Printing money still.
0: Yeah. So we're like 2.2 billion.
2: No. Yeah, I know that was rivaling, rivaling, uh, even like Marvel movies.
3: Yeah, and so it's right. just
2: one of those type of movies. And the, and the point about well, it is a, there's there's a this cra-
3: fascination? There's, a, there's always going to be a fascination with
0: that. And, and the crazy part about this is, we top to about we all know what happened at the end.
3: Well, yeah, but 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 all <laughs> this, <laughs> but, but, how they got but, there, but though, but, 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 <laughs> but to see it you know, on, on the scale and the way it was done that time. Yeah, yeah. but C- you compared it? to the old movies In a romance. Yeah, exactly. compared to the old Robert Wagner, you know, years he was ago. in the other one. Yeah. I didn't know that. It was a long, long time ago. But yeah.
0: Technology and, and how Cameron did that is what drove us oh, there. Y'all absolutely. got to see how he did it. And plus and, so on and plus so forth. we
3: had seen some some images from down below, you know, mm-hmm. before, you know, all the research they've been searching for it forever and we finally saw some images of what's at the bottom of the ocean then comes. So that's that, that that's something else that kinda piqued everybody's interest.
0: Okay. I can tell you number two is more about a person. Highest grossing. All time. Titanic, number one. Number two, in fact, a musician.
2: Oh, man. Oh, Bohemian. Uh, there you go. Bohemian yep, Rhapsody. Yep. Okay, okay. That's ah. no, that comes
0: in at number two. And going back out on the water is number three. I was watching this just the other day. I saw two more movies that could come from this one. It's not Castaway. No, not no, everything. no. Um, um, it could come from this
2: movie. Pearl Harbor.
3: Pearl Harbor. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah.
2: Pearl Harbor. I'm glad I got number two though. I, I feel good. <laughs> gotcha. uh, I, I can sit back now. You
0: know some of the other movies on here, Schindler's List, but I was surprised but very happy to see coming in at number six, Green Book. How? Ooh. How about Apollo 13? Uh, did not make the list here top ten. Wow. Elvis came
2: in at eight. Okay. By the way, I can't steal the credit. That was my mom, who actually just said that. Really? <laughs> said okay.
0: Um so I, I mean it gets me to thinking about the things that have happened the things that you studied max at school congratulations again on your degree and all that sort of stuff but what's the void what's the movie that hasn't happened what's the project that hasn't happened talking about this particular person we're going back every 20 I mean it's it has to be at least 20 years it seems like they don't make anything any sooner than that I just did a little and this is never going to fall into this category but the psychic the, the psychic the psychic Hotline network. Miss Cleo. Oh yeah. Okay, remember that craze and yeah, all that craziness okay, from yeah, twenty yeah. plus years ago? Call me now. <laughs> it's right. And that's what they made a the movie about and I got to uh, I got a role in that thing we shot it earlier this year. That's where I got I had to get ill with Anviv. Viv. She's in it, yeah. And and she plays Miss Cleo's mother. I play Miss Cleo's friend's father. And when they're younger to they get into some mischief and I gotta go get crazy with and it was, it was, it was sort of guy. surreal because I was yeah. sitting yeah. here going, to, yeah. going right. at Aunt Viv. And I was like, oh, man, I'm screaming at her. And then her husband is dude, Venus Flytrap from WKRP oh, in
3: Cincinnati, yeah. Oh, yeah, Tim man. Reed. Yeah.
2: But things like that, what's a void? What's a movie that you'd like to see made? I know documentaries, like, for example, when The Last Dance came out, like immediately I could think of, like, no surprise here, I'm very excited for, like, LeBron's documentary because all the footage he's had since high school. Um, And you think about being the chosen one. So you knew right away a lot of cameras were on him right away. So I'm sure there's so much that we don't know about, so many things behind the scenes. That's one I cannot wait for, but we got some time. I do think there's going to be something with the pandemic, I'm sure. And that will be down the line as well. And I could actually be like, wow, I remember I lived through that. And so that would be a pretty cool moment.
0: Well, hang on. Again, a movie. LeBron, we already know that. In fact, how many other athletes we know have got cameras following him around?
2: Oh, yeah. So, those are documentaries.
0: Knows. I'm talking about, and that's going to show up on some place right. where you can sit at home and watch it. I'm talking about putting your money down like Oppenheimer and seeing this person's story, knowing it's been well chronicled, but yet you want to see it again, maybe getting some details of it.
2: That's a tough one. I want to see a Kobe movie okay Okay. that's and he's had Kobe Muse and there's been documentaries but like I, I would love to see a Kobe movie because yeah. I think just I, I loved Kobe Muse I watched it so many times I thought it was so fascinating how he lived in Italy and then the role his father played and I thought that was so cool how he spoke in different languages yeah. I yeah. think that would be a really cool story if they did that correctly and obviously he's bigger than life and the legend that he is so I think that would that would be one that I would definitely sit down and watch I think so
3: too How about you? That'd be good one. The one, one he mentioned, um, I yeah, figured you'd have a,
0: a few people that you feel like their story hasn't been properly told, and you get the right director to it, and get it. I mean, there's some obvious ones. Yeah, Is Hank Aaron. While he may not be, he wasn't a compelling interview. He wasn't Willie Mays and all yeah. that sort of well, stuff. Well, he was a good interview. He, now he was a good
3: interview. Later a, on, you, you, you know, as as a former player, he, he just had a lot of perspective, and mm-hmm. that, was, that was that was the cool thing about talking with him. Um, I mean, we kind of saw something with the Williams and the thing about their dad. Right. And so, but Yeah, it was more about Pops. It was more about him. But um, I think maybe something that focuses on them a little bit more. I mean, and it's, you know, give it, give it a little time because it's all so recent and current. But there's some things, I'm sure there's some other backstories that, 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 we, that we didn't get a chance to see with them um, that, that may come out in time.
0: And listen, these are lives of and people. Thing, and I
3: think there's a, there's a fascination as we get further and further and further away from a dominant player on the women's side. I think, yeah, we're definitely going to want to, you know, cling on to them and find out more about them because right now there's no dominant player. You know, every you know every every event, somebody else is winning the major events. I, you know, so that's the thing. I got about the it. one.
0: I, they did it in basketball. They do something Magic in Larry. They've done a number of things with that. Yeah. Why has not? Why has there been Martina and Chrissy? And you talk about well, the two know. separate lives and yeah. the journeys to get to where they got to. Martina's story in and of itself is enough right there. True. couple that popped to mind. And, again, these people don't have to all be famous and warm and fuzzy. They made one of the greatest movies about Don King. Okay, So they can be infamous, too. Two that come to mind who have stories I think are compelling that, if done properly, you know, you go, Wow, I didn't know this about this person. One is Jesse. And the other is, is Pete Rosell. And I, hit, I got the name already. It's called Merger. Okay. Yeah, when you think about it, if if done properly, we what we're watching yeah. right now in the NFL is due to him.
3: Oh, absolutely! The whole thing got set into motion.
0: There you go. You know. So those are two. Those are two films. Um, I see somebody making one on Jesse too. Really? Yep, I really do. Okay. And again, like I said, he, he, we all know him for a reason. Okay. Yeah. And so how he got there and how he got the forefront of our mind, you know. People have a perception, they have a thought, but they don't necessarily know the truth. And so, you know, I just I see those as a couple. But anyway, we are going to talk movies for a whole different reason coming up here in just a few minutes. We're going to have Eric Holmes join us. He is the president of sag After here in Atlanta. Let you know what's going on, why the strike happened, where it's at right now, how long he foresees this happening, and however long it takes, what is the main hurdle for the union. Um, I'm not even gonna I mean, I know some things, but I'm gonna leave it all. I'm gonna tee it up for Eric. I know you've got some questions. Max, if you got some too. Rarely do we have an elected official out here. That's true. Well, we've got ourselves an elected official coming up next. It is Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning, July 30th. Sports Radio 929 the game, 929 the game.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app.
1: Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone
2: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. After investing billions to light up our network,
0: T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network.
1: Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800.